少。Listen, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. Let me be very clear. That is the incomparable Adele, the highly anticipated album that we have been waiting on, Adele Thirty. Please make sure you guys stream that. And I have to say that right now, that is one of my favorite songs to be loved. And I have to say, welcome back to the Jameer Smith Show, everyone. Whoo, man! It has been a very, very busy week, and you guys have been requesting the New York trip. And listen, I gave y'all some content, but I got some other stuff coming out for you. But today is a very, very, very special day on the podcast because I have someone that is extremely close to me that has been a part of a secondary platform that none of you know about, and. I appreciate and respect him so much. So everybody, put your ears and your hands together for <clears throat> Christopher Laverne. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing well in yourself. How are you? Uh, you know what, Chris? I'm doing good as we are rounding out this year. Um, I was excited when I, I connected and reconnected back with you, but... You know, I I want our listeners to really spend this time and this opportunity on peeling back some layers of you. And my show basically is a platform that brings on creatives, designers, you know, people that are putting their footprints and making their footprints count in this industry. And of course, I had to have none other than you on the show. Yes, I'm here for it. <laughs> how has your year been, 2021, and how are you hopefully trying to end this year? 2021 has been, it's been really good. Um, you know, 2020 was a crazy year for everybody. So coming into 2021, um, I'm happy how things are. Coming together um, with me, myself, being more confident things and actually just following through. You know, we have so many great ideas and so many creative things that we do, but we don't sometimes always follow through. So I'm happy that I'm, you know, leaning into that and following through with everything. And that's my goal for 2020. Just finish everything that I put out. You know, whether it pops, doesn't pop, I just want to finish. And that's my main thing. Well, starting from the beginning, I have to say, you know, everyone, he is a fashion I want to say icon at this point in my eyes, um, but definitely a fashion footprint as far as from LA and New York and Atlanta. But in addition to, (laughs) in addition to that, um, he is a part of the creative team and the creative director of plastic magazine. And let's be crystal clear. He is also a designer of Christoph Simone. So (laughs) first of all, First of all, before we even get into you, and there's so many questions that our listeners have sent in to me, um, and I had Elijah Lewis on the show last week, and shout out to Elijah. He is um, on the traveling show of Ain't Too Proud, the musical uh, Life and Times of the Temptations, and you know, I wanted to keep this train moving with making sure that we had, of course, additional creatives on the show. And there's so many people that had questions, and we'll get into their questions um, closer to the end of our our interview. But okay. the first question is, you know, really, I'm so proud of you because you've been able to see me really create this platform on another platform, and I think. Mm-hmm. 
this was years ago years years ago guys that i had created like a youtube video i don't even know what i was doing and talk it about like a show. it was it, like a youtube show like <laughs> interviewing like talking about like different topics yeah um, that crazily still like was happening then in 2010 11 and even now and, and, and even now listen and talk about manifesting dreams and i think that's what we always talk about you know in life and to your point of 2020 on how it was such a, a gut punch for all of us you know what is to get to know you a little bit and the people that may not know you and may not follow your instagram and make sure you guys follow his instagram forever young <clears throat> number one forever young one yes 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 add that one add that one <laughs> um first question is what do people misunderstand most about you uh, i think well that i'm like not approachable okay i think you know that um because you know we have that very stern look <laughs> but you know we're very stern when we go out we're very like you know into our own little bubble world per se um so i think once people kind of look past that stone cold they get to see like oh he's very chill very quiet you know i'm very kind of like to myself um but also very loving and like funny and um i have a lot to say a lot so you know i'm very opinionated um so i think people get to see that more of me once they you know they look past the you know the, oh, okay. the stern you look know, just, <laughs> the stern look you know you don't look like he's always nice but i'm very friendly. I was gonna Once say, and, yeah, and guys, he really is. He's really, really friendly. Um, <laughs> when you go back and you think about your favorite childhood memory, what do you think that is? Mm. My favorite one probably what just comes to mind right now is just seeing my mom get dressed every day. Mm. I, I, I was like in awe seeing my mom get ready every day. Like she like when we would get ready for school, like we were always up and ready as kids. My mom was not ready. She was doing her hair and makeup and rollers. We was always late because of her. <laughs> not because <laughs> we weren't on time as kids. My mom would always be done. And I think I was always I always um, loved seeing her get ready for work. Do you think you watching her created as far as, you know, a really a future for yourself in fashion? Oh, yes, for sure. Like, she would always ask me, oh, what boots should I wear with this? Like, she would ask me as a kid, like, what should I wear with this for? Like, oh, this looks good. Look, like, she would always come to me um, for that, you know, second approval of her outfit and stuff like that. So, for sure. And her always going to the Ebony Fashion Fair shows. She would always go. I'm pretty sure. I'm no, I don't think they have them anymore. Um, I don't Yeah, the Ebony Fashion Fair shows where they would travel around different states and they'll bring the Christian Dior's and the Ferragamo's that you know all those Gianco Franco Fierre like those shows will come to small cities because I'm from Alabama Mobile Alabama okay born and raised so it's rare that you kind of get to see those things you know I, I'm trying to remember even when you said that I remember when I was in Atlanta years ago in the Moda the Museum of Design and Art actually had um, an exhibit of the Ebony Fashion Fair. And of course, until you just said that, I was like, wait, what is that? Oh, it was the traveling showcase of designers. Yeah. And it oh, was my introduction. Yeah. Magazine. I, 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 I'm, I will always say Ebony Magazine was my first introduction 
into fashion before Vogue or anything. It I was, was same. Yeah, same with me. I, I believe like Ebony and Jet Magazine, you know, mm-hmm. those were definitely the iconic magazines that Vibe. really Vibe magazine. I was Vibe, baby. I was Vibe. Yeah, shout out to Vibe magazine. <laughs> <laughs> you know Bevy. Hey, Bevy. Listen, shout out to Bevy. Emil. Shout hey. out to shout my out love, to Emil. <laughs> How are y'all? <laughs> As we talk about fashion, you know, um, and again, your career has been, you know, great when it comes to a lot of the fashion ideas, um, partnerships, jobs that you have been a part of. You know, why did you choose a career even in fashion? Um, you know, to, to kind of break it down, not be like so, because fashion feeds me. It, it, it's something that... Um, I live and I breathe. And ever since I was a kid, like I said, seeing the Ebony magazines, um, seeing, you know, Rashumba and Alec Wegg and Naomi Campbell and these beautiful black queens come through. And it just inspired me. I was like, okay, I want to not necessarily be the model, but I want to be a part of that magic. Mm-hmm. And um, creating magic to me has always been a thing. And I think as a kid, I just was just obsessed with the with the fantasy and I think that's what drove me and still drives me to this day when I create is where's the fantasy in it let's create the fantasy because now it's hard to find it and you know for me growing up in that era it's like okay that would make me really just know that I wanted to go into the world of fashion and just creating mainly being creative you know and it was interesting when you just said about being from Alabama. Um, actually, I had not been to Alabama until a few months ago. And I have to say, you know, to see how that city from Mobile to Birmingham, the cities uh-huh. in Alabama have really grown is it's amazing. Growing up, you know, how did you feel, you know, wanting to break out and being in love with that fashion? How did you feel being from Birmingham and not being able to touch that fashion? Um, you know what? My 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 family, my uncle Bobby, um, who passed a few years ago, um, has on bar had his own barbershop in Mobile, which was um very well known. But also my uncle Bobby was the flyest man you ever seen. Hey. Like he stayed literally in a Ferragamo shoe faithfully. <laughs> a Rolex watch. A, like he got me my first Mavado watch at the age of twelve. Like he was as far as like being influenced fashion wise, always stayed in a brand new Corvette every other year. Like, so I was kind of already seeing all those things. So what fashion kind of is and the polish and just being refined. Um, and then also, even though I went to Grove Mobile in Alabama, um, the high school I went to, I went to the floor high school. And the crazy thing, it was very, I, it was like fame because we was a black um, school, but it was a magnet school with performing arts. So we was you would see everything. Like it was literally like watching fame. People, <laughs> it was like people be dancing and singing, running around, um, all those type of things. Fashion, gender bending back then in two thousand and two. Like you would see everything. Yeah, and and Alabama, and it'd be crazy. You wouldn't think to see that in Mobile, Alabama. You just wouldn't. But I tell people those things. I'm like, look, Alabama's not that. You know, we got some fly people out there. It's a, it's, it's a few <laughs> out there that be pumping through. You know, the South. One thing about Southern people, 
we don't have to follow a trend because we're just it and we're always going to be polished no matter what it's that church mentality we're going to be polished i may not be in the latest of everything but you still don't look better than me well and i think and i love that because it's it's so true to this date you know and again everyone knows i'm from north carolina and I think being from, you know, a lot of the southern cities, we had not had the opportunity to possibly have, you know, the icons, as you say, you know, from our area. But I think being able to acquire our own fashion style and our own sense and, you know, remixing the things that we have seen, whether that's been in magazine publications or on television, um, I think about even my own career and jobs that I've held, but you know, th- this was not even a-, a question that I even put together for you. But if you can think about, you know, what has been your favorite job that you have held so far? Mm. I would definitely say creative director, dealing with plastic. Okay. Um, with that, I'm able to, the editor in chief, um, well, owner Ellen Chief Nathan Piercy, um, who was a dear friend of mine, always has allowed me to express myself. Um, always has allowed me to push myself to to just do what you know we know what to do. You know, um, bringing back that essence of when we were kids of just watching. Like, you remember, you, like when you would pick up a magazine. And you would just flip through and you would just see the magic yeah. just come through a page and you would just be enamored. Like you would think about it for like you can go to sleep. Like you would just like, oh, I can't wait to get, you know, especially being from like once again, going back to being from down south. Just I can't wait to get, you know, to do that or travel or get to New York City or whatever it is. So he allows me to create and show my expression and um, and show my love letter to fashion. And I, and, I, and, I, and I enjoy that. Yeah. I, and I, we have a lot of fun, too. Well, and I have to say, looking at some of the photo shoots and even following Plastique, and if you guys don't know, you know, Plastic Magazine, it is a fashion and entertainment publication. Um, huge shout out to the editor-in-chief. I have been able to really look at even some of the interviews from Plastique, and I'm impressed, you know, to see the creative visions that you guys put together with this publication. But in addition to, to your point, you know, we've always tried to live through the pages and put ourselves and immerse ourselves in places that maybe we will never be able to go. And I think that's what I really do love about even the shoots and the photos, you know, that you're able to put together with the models and just the entire imagery. It just all comes together. So a huge shout out to all of you guys. Um, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> huge shout out to you guys. So, you know, you touched on a couple of people in your family, but tell me about the three most influential people in your life and how they have impacted you. Um, as far as like personal or like, like people I look up to in the industry. Uh, right now, let's just say personal and then you can touch on people in the industry as well. Um, personal, uh, my mom is number one. Shout out course. to mama. <laughs> yes, she's always been in my corner and biggest supporter of all me and my brothers uh, follow your dreams. So they never once. My mom's actually a painter too. My mom's a painter. My dad's a construction uh, contractor. So I have a like more hands-on kind of family. So they're always been very like my mom has always been very like okay, grab your dreams. Um, two, I will say my fiance mm. for sure. Okay. Um, He's been very uh, supportive. Um, it took a 
it took a while to find someone who actually supports your dreams and every aspirations of it and not sometimes in competition with you. Mm-hmm. I've had that before. Mm-hmm. Uh, one name names, no name drop. But, um, <laughs> but no, he's definitely one of my biggest. Um, and third, I want to say my friend Fatia. Okay. My friend Fatia has been very um, supportive in my career, um, driving me to do better and go better in life and always you know, know that you are a star. So don't forget that. I love that. So that was my three. And what about your industry people? Oh, you know, Mother Naomi. <laughs> Shout out to like, you know, Madam I Naomi Campbell. We love. I'm a Naomi stand. Yes, you are. Um, you know, I love Naomi. Um, who else? Actually, um, Miss Bevy. Okay. She's definitely um, somebody, especially when I say that vibe era. Mm-hmm. Um, who has influenced um, my idea of fashion and just, you know, hip hop and um, music and how black people, you know, we can be regal too, you know, and all these different things. She's definitely um, been very a big inspiration. Um, and third, I'm trying to think. Who I, oh, Miss Diana. Diana Ross, when I saw Diana Ross and Lady Sings the Blues, <laughs> they were, they were, that was it. I said, you know, I, I, I said, who is this woman? <laughs> like, you know, who is this woman? That and then mahogany, of course, just the glamour, the essence, the aura. Yeah, yeah. You know, as you were talking about people that are in the industry that you know that you look up to, I was thinking I had uh, was invited to. The premiere of House of Gucci uh, this past week, and oh, yes. yeah, it was fantastic. A huge shout out to Lady Gaga and um, the entire cast and crew. Um, of course, the fashion was impeccable, but um, you know there was a quick little um, snippet of someone that I have mentioned on this show that I look up to a lot, and that is a huge shout out to Andre Leon Talley. Oh yes, you know because That's- yeah. He's definitely had a seat at the table for a very long time and has earned that with his voice. But in addition to his knowledge of the industry of fashion, the industry of a black male in fashion, but in addition to just a black gay man in fashion as well. And yes. yeah, huge. I wish we could have saw that film together because we used to go see a lot of movies together. Yes. <laughs> I wish we could, especially when we was in New York. We oh, man. Listen, y'all, when we were in New York, we stayed at either a premiere, a fashion exhibit, a movie, <laughs> yes, something. Like, uh, what's the last um, 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 Black Girls Rock? Black Girls Rock, Black exactly. Rock. Shout out to BET. Exactly. No, yeah, that was. We had a good time. <laughs> so, talking about fashion, uh, let's get into you. And getting into your industry, and I will say not mine as well, but getting into yes. your industry, <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people that always want to know, how do I break in and how do I find, you know, uh, inspiration and creativity and et cetera, et cetera. You know, discussing you, what's one thing your business or in successful venture that you have been a part of? that you have done that you did not expect. So let's just say in, you know, the collection that you are part of, um, Christophe Simone, you know, what is something that you just did not expect from being a part of that project? Um, I didn't expect the creativity to keep flowing. (laughs) (laughs) 
just you know when you're um when i decided to do christoph simone um and actually branch out into my own which is going to be jewelry and focused on outerwear um i wanted to put out something that i wanted to see um and i wanted to put out something that i like and that i know will be a great time for other people too and so the creativity actually keeping that going and actually inspired by um looking out going to the streets you know like going outside being aware of my surroundings looking at everything looking to the sky the ocean continuing to travel because you know you need to constantly be inspired and um and i also learned to get out of my own way Mm. you know and constantly you know don't self-sabotage yourself overthink things you know and i and i've done that you know i think we all have yeah but i've learned to get out of my own way and just do it and not try to focus on um how to make something innovative i think when you bridge the old with the new and do what you want to do what you want to see it becomes refreshing Mm. and i think that's what we have to do is make things refreshing everything's been done before so when i go to create i'm like what can i do to bridge the old with the new and add a little bit of my flair just make it refreshing i'm not trying to be innovative it just is wow you know what? As you were saying that, I was thinking about you don't have to recreate the wheel. You just have to create it in a way that makes mm-hmm. sense for you. Exactly. Huh. Exactly. Interesting. You know, I had an amazing creative on the show um, out of L.A. And it was a lot of reminiscence of the things that you are doing with your collection. And especially what, you know, a lot of the creative designers are doing now with all of their collection is gender fluidity. And what I love about gender fluidity is all of the collections are just making a collaborative design for men, for women, for black, white, every person on this world to be able to wear. And it's sustainable clothing. And when you think about the common myth of fashion and design in this career field, what do you think one of the common myths are? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, break that down. A common myth of this industry. Um, was the, I want to be political because it's gonna be little, okay. I mean, you can absolutely. Well, the common myth is, especially right now, is that diversity is inclusivity, and it's not. Mm. Um, being diverse is a marketing tool. Being inclusive is having to sit at the table and having a decision and having making and making points and making decisions and making things that's you know that stick and stay. And the myth is right now, unfortunately, in this industry is that we are fully inclusive and we're not. It's only a rare few of us who are at who's sitting at that table or at the top. Um, especially new designers. Right now, it's the Pierre Moss world. And rightfully so, it should be because he's been doing it for a very long time. He's been hustling it and making it. Um, but where are the others? Yeah. Where are the others? And it's, you know, you have so many great designers, um, black designers who are amazing that are out there um, black, um, trans, um, gender non conforming, queer. Like, we have so many great. Designers is not is only is is only one that sits there, and it's not their fault, <laughs> you know. And it, it, it's not their fault that they're the only one. And I think you know that's the message of this industry that we're not fully 
we're not inclusive. We're diverse for marketing tools and to make money, <laughs> but we're not inclusive when it comes down to having a seat at the table. Um, and that's where I, I'm kind of like, I don't really want to see that your table. I want my own. And at the same time, I have my own. I'm not taking away from somebody else's. I'm going to build somebody else's table up. Wow. You know, um, I'm typically never speechless and at a loss for words. And um, I remember having a political um, speaker on the show and he spoke a little bit about, you know, people of color being able to have somewhat a seat at the table, but then also how do we create our own table? And I always feel that it is needed, to your point, for us to have a couple of us at our own table, but it's never ever bad to create your own and to yeah. go into business for yourself and to do the things that you have learned, you know, from your experience. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Yes, and still lifting the other person up. Absolutely. You know, you know, you can have your own table, but you also can lift the other person up. You're not the thing is not to have a table and break the person down for you to get to the top. You know, you have to still, you know, have your table and lift that brother or sister up and have them, you know, we all go there together. You know, we get there together. And I think, you know, this, the, the fashion industry, it, it, it's... It's getting there. You have your people, like, you know, you have your Naomi's and your Palomas who are doing the work. You have your Iman who is doing the work. You have your Virgil Abloh's, your Virgil. Yeah, the Virgil Abloh, yeah. the Bethan Hardison who are doing the work, um, who are working behind the scenes to get us at the door and get us through there. The thing is, you know, my fear is I just don't want it to just you just shouldn't do it. It, 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 it. it should be just because. Mm. No reasoning behind it. <laughs> no, it's just because yeah. we, we should all share space just because we're all human beings. What, what is one of the most important lessons that you have learned over your career? Mm, don't take things personal. Uh-oh. Explain. Do not take things personal. Um, a lot of times um, in this industry, you do get those those stern no's or those, you know, those critiques, you know, especially back in the day. I think now people are more, they, they're more mindful of what they say. <laughs> but when we came up, they were very cutthroat. Yeah. Um, but in the sense of they only were cutthroat to people that they actually believed in. If they didn't believe in you, they didn't really say nothing to you. So if they said something to you because they're like, yo, you need to get it together mm -hmm. because you have everything that it takes, but you're playing and, or you're procrastinating or you're you're just sitting in this talent. Um, I know you're more creative than that. Come back again with another idea because yeah. this is not it. You know, and sometimes you'd be like, oh, they just hate me. Realize like, well, no, not really because they, they're at what they're at. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so they're really not hating on me. They actually are just trying to like, look, one day I'm not going to sit at this table. I need you to be there. So mm. you need to step it up. And I think I've learned not to take things personal anymore. Um, and just take it as, you know, constructive criticism. When someone actually is being given constructive criticism. Now, you know, when someone's trying it. Exactly. But actually giving constructive <laughs> criticism, and you're like, no, I do need to step it up. And I, you know, or I do need to stop being so negative. Um, and I've learned that from my friend, Michael, you know. Huge shout out to um, Michael. We miss yeah, you. Yeah, celebrity hairstylist, Michael. Love you. Um, he really broke it down at a young age with me. Like, look, 
you know, you have to be more positive and everything that someone says is not always a, a target at you. Mm-hmm. So I, from, from that day on, um, I learned, you know, like, hey, don't take things. Everything's not a personal. It's not a big. Sometimes you do need to hear these things to do better. Yeah. I had to learn over the years. And I think what I love about life is that we are all still learning in this moment. And um, yes. I've had to learn the idea of silence and that everything that you're involved with does not respond it does not require a response and then how do you really observe the situation so you can just take from that to your point and apply that to your future yes and yeah 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 oof interesting um (laughs) wow you know as we continue to talk about the fashion industry and the world that we both you know really live in um what's one thing about your job or you know the field that we're in that almost no one agrees with that you do that you actually do agree with as far as what just as far as the industry. So let's just say you have your own ideas of certain things that you agree with, but other people in the industry do not agree with. What is it that? What do you think that is? That they don't agree with that. I, uh, that well, mm. hmm. um, I don't know. I'm trying to think because there's a lot of things, but maybe dealing with, um, a little bit of the colorism thing that happens a lot yeah, yeah. Um, in this industry um, that's something um, <clears throat> that I don't agree with that I think the industry is slightly they kind of just don't know because it's nobody sitting at the table yeah there's no one sitting on these boards to be like okay now y'all just using all these like these, these light skinned girls or these racial ambiguous people that Mm -hmm. can cross the line and you know it is you know black people come in all different shades colors creeds you know genders we're 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 not you know a monologue you know (laughs) we're not and um i think that's one thing about the industry that um i think we just need more people once again sitting at these tables that can make better decisions um and show inclusive because we do have girls who are light skin. We have girls that are brown. We have guys that are dark. We have guys that are, you know, you know, caramel. We're, we're, we're so many beautiful shades and different things. And we just don't have to always, you know, you got to always cater to this kind of whiteness mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. And I think that's something I industry that I don't really care for because you know we deal with models we deal with models all the time yeah. you know when you're a stylist you work with so many different models so it's like hey let's show you know this everyone doesn't have to have this long you know straight hair everybody doesn't have to have this curly hair everyone does that you know like we can be diverse and show that you know black men and women are and trans and non-conformer are all different yeah. we all know what I'm saying You've had the opportunity to live in, of course, some of the amazing big cities, Los Angeles, as well as New York and Atlanta. New York. (laughs) (laughs) You know, what is one piece of advice that you would give someone that is wanting to really start out in the fashion industry and wanting to be a stylist and, you know, a part of a creative team with a publication? Learn your craft. You need to know 
everything. You need to know who the hairstylists are. You need to know who the makeup artists are. The nail tech, the lighting person, the photographer. You need to really research. Also, find a, a, a family, a chosen family of creatives that you can work with and create content. Um, when I came up, it was I was in Atlanta. You know, had just moved from Louisiana from school and moved to Atlanta, and you know, it wasn't that many. It was a few, like the Atlantan, you know, Control Magazine. Um, it was a few magazines that were, like, really well-known in Atlanta. And you, you know, we had to build our own content. If I wanted to, you know, I got my group of friends and we built our own. I had a friend, met first day of going to art school in Atlanta, met my friend Barkia, who is a very big-time makeup artist now. Uh, my friend Suki, um, we all got together. She was our model. My other friend, uh, Vernitra, who did makeup too, Nathan, that did photography, and we got together and we just created content. And we created the a folder for when it got time to, you know, I want to work for a magazine. I have a portfolio. I have a website. I built this as a team together. And we did this for, for we would put money together sometimes to get other photographers or to get other things. Like, we would spend our own money. We invested it to ourselves. Mm. And that's what, you know, you have to do. You have to invest into yourself. You know, you just can't think like, oh, I need a job because I, I love fashion. Yeah, I love fashion. Yes, I can tell you things all the way back to the 16th century. But where my content at? Where my photo shoes at? Where's the website? Where's mm. the... All mm. those kind of things. And you have to invest into yourself. And um, continue to go. Even if you get that no, continue to... Go after it. Just because you got that one no, it doesn't mean that. Or that 10 no's or 20 no's that you're not going to get a guess. It takes one person to see it. Mm. It's all that matters. It takes one person. I love that. As we wrap up this interview, at the end of our show, we have for a couple of guests that we want to, of course, play with and have a little bit of fun. We have a rapid fire. And, of course, okay. it's, it's the first okay. quick answer that comes to your mind. No thoughts. No thinking. I've always it's just... shredded this. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like, even though it's like, he, he did not have tell me the question, so I don't know anything that happens. I always shredded stuff like this. My man, Wendy Williams, she does the hot seat. Listen, at the end of the day, I think everyone that listens to the show, and we have a huge <laughs> platform of people, they know Anyone that comes on the show that I interview, we don't have any pre-questions. No one knows anything. So, first of all, let me shout out to everyone that has been a part of my show for now the last three years. Y'all have trusted me and know that I do not steer you wrong. So, I say let's get started. Don't put too much thought into it. And let's go. What has been your favorite age so far? Oh, 33. Mm. Which is now. What is your go-to lazy dinner? Oh, macaroni and cheese. Ah. What is your favorite thing to do in the summertime? Drink. <laughs> uh, how often do you floss? Oh, twice a day. Uh-oh. Morning and night. <laughs> Maybe I don't want no nasty cheese. Oh Maybe my this genetics. What is one of your nicknames? My friends call me Chrissy Poo. I don't know where they get it from. <laughs> they do. Okay. Uh, is your... <laughs> oh, gosh. I know it's early, but is your bed made right now? No, I don't, I don't ever make my bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, why? I'm going to get right back in here. Why? Why? That makes no sense to me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is one thing that you regret spending money on? 
I'm gonna regret I just bought this Marine Sierra um, <laughs> um, uh, um, bottom like skirt. It's like uh, a big. I just bought it, and I was like, "Why not buy this?" But I'm aware it comes in my day. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, what is your hidden talent? Oh, how am I singing? Oh wow. Like, like, a little light, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a ooh ah, I'm like a two <laughs> I'm a crooner, baby. I know. Don't lose uh, don't bust me up. Okay? I was about to ask, go ahead and hit this no, new Adele it's song, but it's early in the morning. Okay. <laughs> and shout out to your fiance. Um, question yes, is, yes. where do you prefer to go on for a first date? Mm, go to a first date. Oh, of course, a nice. Um, I'm a dinner person. I like to eat, so. Definitely something nice standard, very La Colonial, you know, that over the bucket shot, something like that. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to La Colonial. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Have you been? I have, I have, I've, I've enjoyed it. I, I think I met the GM a few weeks ago. Oh, good. We will connect. Absolutely. <laughs> um. Someone asked a love question, and of course, huge shout out to you and your fiance. Um, do you think that people can change when they love someone? Okay. I don't believe people change. I do believe people evolve. Okay. You evolve and you learn not to do certain things anymore. You learn that these things that you know are how I can make hurt this other person. Um, so I do believe you evolve into um, knowing that these things may bother or hurt this person and you love them so much and you do get to love yourself just as much you should already and you will you know you evolve mm-hmm. because if you're not evolving each other it's no point of being together yeah it's my evolution mm-hmm. uh someone in tampa asked this um do you like spending time with your partner and what do you enjoy doing together well, I hope that you enjoy, enjoy spending time. I'm no, like, I do. No, we enjoy spending time together, and we enjoy going. Like we're both drinkers. Like we love a good cocktail, so we enjoy going out to dinner um, and trying different restaurants. He's more picky than I am, even though I, I don't eat meat and stuff. I, I'm pescatarian, but I can really eat anywhere. I can eat a salad, or drink wine, and bread, and be fine. He's more picky than me, <laughs> uh, but. Yeah, going out to eat is a that's a thing for us. Um and um we enjoy um music. We love music. So a big thing for us is we like to go to the rooftop and have a glass of wine and just play good music from stuff our parents listen to and even stuff up today. We love music. Music is a big fan. And we love house music too. I love that. Love that. So last relationship question is what and this is I'm sorry, this is from someone in DC. Um, what makes a relationship healthy? Communication. Communication and a friend told me this like maybe a couple weeks ago. Taking people for who they are. A lot of times we have expectations of wanting to change people, evolve people. But sometimes some people are who they are. And you have to either accept them for who they are or you can make the decision, do what you need to do. Please. You know, I think we just want to always, you need to do this. I need to make, you know, you can't make nobody do nothing. 
you know, so you have to sometimes take people who are, and if they see what you are giving and see what you're doing, they'll just personally want to do better and evolve and communicate with your spouse. Communication is truly key of when you mad, you mad at your sometimes you want sometimes you don't like your spouse for six months. Shit. So sometimes you love them. I mean it's realistically, you know, like sometimes you don't like for a week or two. Yeah. Sometimes you know, it it, it it's you know, we're not people don't explain to you how to deal with relationships and they don't you know, they don't especially when you live together. Yeah. Whew, child, <laughs> they do not explain how difficult it is sometimes. But you have to communicate and you have to kind of talk to one another. And something you have to tell them, like, no, that bothers me. Or that irritates me. Don't just go around mad and not say nothing. Then you have a blow up. No, you yeah. have to communicate. Communication, I would say, is deep. Communicating and taking some time. Take, take some people who, who they are. You know. Thank you for that. Yeah. I was going to say, and last, actually, fashion question that I did overlook. This is from a girl, Laura. She did not tell me where she's from. Uh, what trend would you like mostly to see disappear? You, I'm sorry. You can either answer that question or what are your favorite trends of this season? There you go. <laughs> okay. I'll answer what my favorite trends of this season. Right. Well, no, well, well, I couldn't answer both. I'm trying to, well, <laughs> I answer trends of this season. Since my favorite trends of this season, um, I do love the the, the the prints. I am a I'm enjoying um, the prints and the mixing the monograms and prints. That's been a very um, and loving Miss Rare and what she's been giving lately. Um, and Palman and you know just so many good designers. Emilio Pucci, I'm a Emilio Pucci fan. Just the prints and stuff like that. I'm enjoying the prints. Um, and also, I'm enjoying um, the colorways. I, I'm liking um, you're seeing the bright blues even for fall. Uh, I like that you're seeing the bright oranges and the and the nice fuchsias and pinks even for fall. But those are one of my favorite trends. Um, and what I can see go, sure, I'm at it all. Um, a lot. It's a it's a, it's a, it's a it, I just be quiet. Next. <laughs> Chris, I want to thank you for being a part of the platform. I think, you know, I wanted you to be a part of the show because I think you have such an amazing, fun, you know, energetic personality that I have always known. But in addition to, you know, a, a lot of people that know you, they appreciate just your energy of fashion, your knowledge of just entertainment. But in addition to just your love. And I think I wanted you to be a part of this show just because you're you. So yes, my last okay. question for you is, how do you want to be remembered? Oh, mm, baby, you better come with this deep question. That was deep. Uh, <laughs> I do want to remember as someone that gave back. Uh, my biggest goal, um, I, um, I ask God every day, is, you know, lead me into, you know, my path fully where I can give back. Um, my main goal and my purpose on this life is always to um, inspire. And I want to be remembered as someone who cared and who um, made a difference. Because my main focus has always been my black people in all aspects of being black. And I um, and also my black queer LGBTQIA plus community and giving people platforms and, you know, just helping. That's is my, you know, that's what I want to be remembered as someone who really... Um, just cared 
you know, you, you know, just, just for that one person, even just one person, just really just care. You know, and I think that's what, you know, um, a lot of us just need. Yeah. Well, listen, we care about you. I care about you. And I thank you for being a part of the platform. And you guys, please make sure that you support this amazing black man. Y'all know amazing yes, is my yes, word. Every young support. with the number one on Instagram. Oh, oh yeah. I, I'm to add one more thing. Please. I'm sorry. With the way so i also been working with Amazing Skincare Brand. I'm, I'm not sure you've seen Face Front Skin. Okay. And we have something dropping very soon, like a his and her um skincare box um you know i'm big into skincare well it's fashion and your skin gotta be right and tight baby you can't be fly but baby have wrinkled skin <laughs> so you know at, at a young age you know at the older you it's fine but um yes yeah, so i've been working with that and look forward to that it's face front skin i'm working with this beautiful black woman who is amazing and she's been amazing in my life and we've been coming out with some products and tools and stuff that's hidden very soon so get ready. Stay tuned. That means you guys have got to follow all of his social media platforms. But of course, it is Forever Young, the number one, of course, on Instagram. And then also support all of his creative direction with Plastic Magazine. And that yes, is, yes, is, of course, on Instagram as well. And you guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you guys for your ear as always. But as we always say at the end of the show, Stay positive, but always stay creative. I know you guys are excited about this Sunday with the review of Insecure. Oh, man. Unfortunately, as we always keep saying, it is the finale of the final season. I hate it. So you guys stay tuned, of course, for the review. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Until next time.